Are the Spurs still in rebuild mode? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family. And you, you lucky SOB, you're listening to the best Spurs podcast out there. Locked On Spurs with your boy, Jeff Garcia. God, he's sexy. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great work week. Almost done. The week is almost wrapping up, but we'll get you through these last two days. Get you ready for the weekend. Hey, what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to be looking at the Spurs. Shocking, but asking the question, is this still team rebuild? Is this team still in the rebuild phase right now? Are they something else? Uh, is it going to be another year and two years before they're out of the rebuild mode? We're going to be discussing that. And also also looking at that Evan Fournier, Spurs, Knicks thing that's been floating about last couple of weeks. It's the offseason, everybody. I got to think of something to talk about. So we'll talk about Evan Fournier and this Spurs rumor. And as always, we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube. The list goes on and on. You guys are the everydayers. So, yeah. So speaking of the rebuild, you, you, know, I've, you know, I've been very vocal about that in Lockdown Spurs. You all know that. Saying, like, perhaps it's not a neon sign, you know, glowing Las Vegas sign you see on the strip, uh, you know, rebuild. But this team, I think it pretty much is uh, still doing its thing, trying to get better. Sure, you know, you swing to the fences, you tank, and you get Wimby. That was a huge piece, but it wasn't the last piece that this team needed. You don't be surprised if this team, this team still tinkers around with the roster. You've been seeing it already, you know, from the recent pickups they've had. Sir Jabari Rice is another one, uh, you know, re-signing Trey Jones, uh, you know, obviously drafting Wemby and City Sissoko. You know, you're seeing still moves being made. And I, I think Spurs fans shouldn't rest on their laurels quite yet, despite getting Wimby. I think you still have to have that mindset that this team is still not ready yet. Pop, GM Brian Wright, I think the whole Spurs, are, they've been saying it to everybody. Nobody should be surprised that it, this is not going to be a, a, a work in progress. It's still a work in progress. It's not going to happen overnight. Rome wasn't built overnight. Probably that applies to the Spurs, the San Antonio team that you, me, our guest hopes to be. It's still wiles away. So with that in mind, you you know, just kind of keep that in the back of your head that it's great to get Wimby. It's great to have this young nucleus. It's great that they got a good amount of seasoning last year, taking lumps. It should pay off next season. But we'll see. We'll see just how further along they are in the rebuild or even if they are in rebuild mode right now we're gonna be doing that and more with our guest right here on lockdown spur let's bring him on he is michael jimenez yes the man the myth the legend from the acquired taste network on youtube follow him on twitter at mj acquired taste he is back everybody and jimenez you never need a rebuild you're always ready to go oh no not at all man i'm ready to go and i didn't big time you today not you almost all, did. Man. You you were close. You were like, a close. no technical difficulties is not <laughs> is not a uh, 
a thing that uh, where I'm big time in you. No, 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 no. We were ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah, you go. Make sure to follow him as again at on Twitter at MJ Acquire Taste. Hey, what's your thread's uh, name? Uh, it's MJIM1313. There you go. Make sure to follow him on threads. And he'll talk about the acquired taste, some good stuff in the horizon, like near future mm-hmm. happening for Jimenez at the acquired taste network. So Jimenez, you heard the little intro right now. Is this team still in team rebuild mode? And got to say, Jimenez, I think they are. I, I think Spurs fans, they're excited for next season. And rightfully so. You get Wemby, yay. You know, you, you got a young core that's raring to go and took a lot of lumps i get the excitement but they're still not there yet i think there's still probably going to be some major pieces flipped down the road whether it be players or draft picks i just think this team is still not ready yet they're still in the oven they're still baking perhaps the temperature got lower on the dial on the stove but they're not out of the oven yet your thoughts 100 disagree man yeah. I disagree. I think they're ready to go. And I have not been so optimistic about a Spurs season mm-hmm. in about five or six years since, dare I say, can I say the word Kawhi? Can I say his name? Can you define ready to go? I think they're ready to go in the sense that I think that they believe that this is a winning team. Okay. And I'm not saying that it's a championship caliber team. Right. I'm not saying it's a team that's going to threaten to win the West or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying is, is that I understand that the Spurs right now might not look like they're ready. Mm -hmm. But you have to have some faith that all the pieces of the puzzle fit. And that all that they needed was a Victor Wembanyama to kind of bring it all together. Right. Trey Jones. You know, if we go through the starting lineup, Trey Jones, if he's going to be the starter, Mm -hmm. good assist to turnover ratio. May not be able to shoot a lick, but may not be asked to do that. But there's a lot more to balance it out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Devin Vassell, man, he he's a 40% plus three-point shooter. Can play good defense. Mm-hmm. That guy's solid. Keldon, if he could return to the form that he was two years ago mm-hmm. when he was knocking down three-pointers at a 39% clip, if, you, if, if he could return to that and stay in his lane, and speaking of staying in his lane, that's where a Jeremy Sohan fits in because they're mm-hmm. not going to ask him to do everything. Right. And then you have Zach Collins out there who's going to bang bodies and spread the floor. I'm looking at this team, Doug McDermott. You know, if you take a look at Malachi Bradham mm-hmm. getting a, a year under his belt, there's certain players on this team. There's something going on that I can kind of see this all coming together. Mm-hmm. And suddenly we might actually have a pretty decent team. Yeah. The way that I look at this team is the way that New Orleans was last year. Mm-hmm. I think the Spurs can have a New Orleans type of of success level this upcoming year where they go out there and win, you know, 44, 46, 47 mm-hmm. games, you know, try to make some noise in the playoffs. I can see that happening. And keep in mind, you know, the Spurs division is not that good. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you have? The Grizzlies, the Pelicans, yeah. the Mavericks, the Rockets. It's not like the Spurs have a very, very tough division to get through. I think the Spurs are better than the Rockets. Uh, even though you have two big names in Dallas, I think it's very possible the Spurs are better than uh, the Mavericks. And then you take a look at the Grizzlies losing some players. You take a look at the Pelicans forever missing out on Zion Williamson. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why can it not be our year this year? As well, pessimistic as I was last year is as optimistic mm-hmm. as I am this year. 
I'm not pessimistic. What I am is just needing to tone it down a bit as far as lofty expectations. Look, are there expectations for this team ne- next season? Of course there are. You know, uh, you you hit a bunch of them on the, on the on the head. You know, from the experience the young guys got, Wimby being added, and so on and so forth. They even added veteran players. As of now, unless something happens between now and preseason, regular season, you got campaign, Doug McDermott, Zach Collins, and Seti Osman. Okay, so they they brought an infusion of of a veteran presence. But when I say they're not out of the rebuild phase yet, is one because. When he's here and he made it clear he wants to win soon, I don't think you know the Spurs are going to want to drag this out. Maybe you give him next next this upcoming season as his uh, you know red shirt season to get prepped and ready to go. They also sit in on a ton of draft picks, a ton of flippable, well, a lot of flippable players if needed. Uh, they got to use those picks, so why not still be in rebuild mode and? Try to you know down the road, whether it's like late, like towards the end of the uh, this season, or you know right before the trade deadline, I should say, or even in next off season, use all that, use all that to get a team where you're out of the rebuild phase, and maybe you just enter the retooling phase. I think they're close to the retooling phase, but I don't think they're out of the rebuild phase yet, uh, because you got to do something with all that those those picks. You 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 can sit on it as long as you want. But why not just cash them in, swing for the fences, whether it be this season or next season, and get Wimby to the to the playoffs, or as you mentioned, those uh, NBA finals or West finals, whatever it is, sooner mm-hmm. rather than later. So I would like to see them just get to a retooling phase after they've done some some smart moves. I don't say major moves just to make them, but just good smart moves. Whether they bring in a all-star i i think last i checked him in is there's not a single all-star in this roster at all no there isn't but yeah. i think what the spurs can have is that they can grow in stages in one mm-hmm. single year it doesn't have to be a retool stage the entire mm-hmm. year it could be something where you know the spurs are 500 or so going into the rodeo road trip mm-hmm. which is coincides with the trade deadline and all of a sudden the spurs start making the moves instead right. of hey we're going to get picks but maybe we're going to dole out picks in order for us to get better and make a run. Right. That is the difference there. We got to see what the Spurs have because, you know, it's weird because we got excited last year. A lot of Spurs fans got excited when the Spurs got off to a hot start. And I was like, cool your Jets. It's it's right. it's a mirage. But the opposite is true. Yeah. The opposite is true. If the Spurs start off two and five, the, the world's not coming to an end because they're still trying to figure out how – Victor Wembanyama is going to fit into this whole rotation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's going to revolve around him, but it's right. going to take some time to kind of figure all this out. And you know, I'm looking at the expectations of the Spurs right now. Well, that's Vegas, a good. It's a good point to stop it right there. That's a good okay. point to stop. When we get back, we're going to talk about those expectations. What you have about Vegas right here on Locked On Spurs with Mike Jimenez of the Acquired Taste Network. Follow him on Twitter at MJ Acquired Taste. Hello there. Hey, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times, you heard that right, 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. A lot of money. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Check it out. That's $200 you can spend betting from everything from the money line uh, to the over and under uh, to who you think is going to be the first home run. 
all on an app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. I mean, what more can you want? Well, there's no better place to bet on MLB than on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. I go there. I love that looking at their NBA futures, uh, their, 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 their projections on the Spurs and Wimby. It's all there. You got to go to FanDuel right now. Sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNBA and get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNBA. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Hello there. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Michael Jimenez of the Acquired Taste Network. Follow him on Twitter at MJ Acquired Taste. Applaud him. He didn't big time me. Give him his props. <laughs> Let him know that he didn't stand me up as he does ever so often. You know, I was close to texting Joe Garcia to say, Joe, you're Oh, right. dude. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. But we're talking about the Spurs and their rebuild, or if this team is still in rebuild mode, or are they coming out of it, or are they are entering the retooling phase? So, he means before the break, you were talking about Vegas and, and where they stand on the rebuild phase. What you got? Well, the expectations of it is this, is that, you know, no one's expecting much of the Spurs. Mm-hmm. So when you have that type of attitude about a team, then yeah. any success level that you have is going to be considered sure. overachieving. You know, Vegas thinks the Spurs are going to win 31 games. And I'm looking at mock drafts for next year, the 2024 draft. And most of the mock drafts have the Spurs slated somewhere between five and six. Wow. CBS Sports say number five. Tank Still one of the worst records. Number six. Yeah. 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 And one of the weird things about it, though, is this, is that I'm looking at where they think the Spurs are going to draft. They think the Spurs are going to draft at number six and at number seven because they have Toronto projected to be right there where the Spurs would pick up their first round draft pick as well Mm -hmm. based on a past trade. The sad part is, is that Tankathon has the Spurs losing one of their first round draft picks, which is the one from Charlotte mm-hmm. because that one would not convey this year. Charlotte would need to make the playoffs essentially for right. the Spurs to get it. And this would no longer be conveyed as a first rounder. This would be conveyed as a second rounder down mm-hmm. the road or a series of second rounders. So that was one of those trades where they were like, Oh, the Spurs got three first rounders. I was like, no, they didn't. They got two and a potential third. Right. So we have to hope and pray that Charlotte becomes a decent enough team to make the playoffs so that we can get their first round pick. Right. So when I look at the Spurs right now making a run, the Spurs don't necessarily need to make a run to the point where, you know, you, you kind of fear, oh, we're going to lose out on this potential big draft pick because the Spurs have other mm-hmm. picks along the way. We got three in, two, in 2025 for crying out loud. You know, we've got Atlanta's in 2025. We've got, um, you know, another team's in 2025 as well. There's been so many trades. It's mm-hmm. all become quite a blur, but I know the Spurs have the potential for three first-rounders in 24, a potential for three in 2025, or it's actually set in stone pretty much in 2025. So I'm pretty amped up about what's going on with the Spurs right now, mm-hmm. and I've seen the story before. I've seen the Spurs get that first-round draft pick in, in uh, David Robinson, in Tim Duncan, and yeah, they were older, had more experience. But I'm looking at that saying, why can that not happen again? No, why no, can we and, not go from a 22-win team to a 45-win team to a 50-win team? Why can it not happen? And, and here's what I'm saying, because I don't see the Spurs. You use the example of, of Robinson and, and, and Duncan. Yeah. Different time, different different squads. 
you know, Robinson kind of came on already with the, uh, you know, with with a little bit of a season team that had some veterans on there, but it wasn't like it was when Tim Duncan came, you know, a ready-made squad, you know, full of veterans. Uh, the Spurs with Wemby now, they're, he's not coming into that situation. And even, even during Duncan's early years, they were still, the Spurs, they were still trying to make, you know, good, solid moves to get Duncan to where he needed. You saw the Derek Anderson deal. You know, they brought him in. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. He was gone what, after a season, I think. Um, mm-hmm. The Richard Jefferson, you know, try to bring in a guy like that. You know, somebody can help, you know. Uh, that was more like a retooling, though, move uh, because they couldn't. They had some issues, you know, with, with, with the, the Lakers, and they thought he was going to be the answer. With Wemby, they're not even at the retooling phase yet. They still need to bring in. Uh, you Well, first of all, you're right. You hope that this young squad gets better as they go uh, next season. You know, get back to me and Mike uh, around the All Star break, and we'll see where they are, and if they need to make uh, you know a, a big move. But I just think, why not just you know use what you have? If I have a ton of cash on me, you know, and and I can pay off you know a credit card bill to once once one hit, or I'll pay it off as I go. You know, I would want to get rid of that now. Same thing like right. a rebuild. Well, you know, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's there. I see it. My credit card debt is getting lessened and lessened. Eh, you know, I'll do a little move here. Here's 10 bucks. Here's 20 bucks. You know, no, no, you know, you're sitting on, you only owe like 200 bucks and I have 500 bucks here. Do the smart thing, the responsible thing, pay it off quick. Well, we only have four years of Victor Webinyama guaranteed, yeah. you know, and I know the Spurs can always pay him more. Uh, mm-hmm. After this contract, because the Supermax, keeping your own player, you get paid more. I think a good topic uh, for us to discuss, maybe not today, but this could be a good Locked On Spurs topic down mm-hmm. the road, is compare the 1989 Spurs roster to the 1997 Spurs roster to the 2023 Spurs roster. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, what David Robinson walked into, it's different for... Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan obviously had the better team yeah, because he, he was joining a 50 mm-hmm. win team that just happened yep. to have David Robinson in there uh, who yeah. was injured most of the season and Elliot was injured for most of it as mm-hmm. well. But I'm looking at this 89 squad and this is this is where we're showing our age here, but we had a very young Willie Anderson. Mm-hmm. We had a veteran in in, in Frank Burkowski and veterans in Maurice Cheeks and Terry Cummings, a young Sean Elliott, Vernon Maxwell. We had mm-hmm. old-time Spurs and Mike Mitchell and Johnny Moore. Right. Rod Strickland was on this team. David Wingate, Reggie Williams. The Spurs in 89, when they got David Robinson, were very similar in my eyes to the 2023 Spurs of today uh, in the sense that there was mm. no big star that was there. The yeah. 89 team was older. It had more experience. Yeah. But the 2023 squad has the same type of talent level but with younger mm. legs and that's I think the why experience I, though I give that that that, that edge cuz Robinson went to the playoffs year 1 right um and i don't but that was a 21 and 61 off. squad yeah right 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 that eventually morphed I can, into a 56 I, and 26 team i i can see the spur this upcoming spurs team making a play in spot but not a playoff spot like like to guarantee themselves 1 through 6 like one through six, uh, I don't see that unless something crazy happens. You know, Kawhi, you know, is out for the entire season, or Luca gets hurt. 
But barring something, I mean, you could just get the six right now. You could say it's going to be Denver. Who's at Denver? Sacramento. That's two already. Uh, uh, Lakers you could say Memphis. Probably. Me- well, okay, Memphis. I guess maybe lower like one of the five or six because of Jaw. Uh, uh, Golden State. Golden State Pelicans. Um, it's going to be a dogfight yeah. that the Spurs are going to make their way into it. Yeah, yeah. So, so for you're, them you're to saying... get a solid one through six, I think that'll be lofty. Yeah, so, I mean, if you look at the standings from last year, you essentially need to be a 500 team mm-hmm. to make it into the play-in tournament. Uh, maybe you can maybe be a couple of games under 500, a 40 and 42 squad. You're talking about the play-in squad, right? The, the, the play-in, play-in, yeah. Okay, okay. And you need, about, you need about 40 wins to get into the play-in. You need about 48 to get into a locked-in one through well, six. One through six, okay. Maybe 46 best-case scenario. And are the Spurs that? I, I think the Spurs in the first couple of months will probably be uh, one of the bottom third mm-hmm. in the Western Conference simply because they're trying to figure each other out. Yeah. But it's getting that momentum down the stretch. Yeah. And and seeing can they can they win 10 out of 15? Can mm-hmm. they bond together during the rodeo road trip when they're away from San Antonio? and forced to be together the entire time. I know a lot yeah. of these Spurs players have already had that, but that's an experience that Victor Wembanyama's Wemba, never had. And mm-hmm. I'm just excited to see which player is going to make a leap this year that we're not expecting. Yeah. Not Because expecting. if Malachi Branham, son, my son, Malachi Your Branham, son. If, if my son, if he turns into the guy that I want him to be, mm-hmm. it would be so exciting if Vassell can knock down shots. If Trey Jones shocks the world, suddenly becomes a pretty decent shooter and mm-hmm. can do that along with the passing and the steals, and if Zach Collins can just stay healthy, all I'm saying is, is that I like a lot of the ingredients, and the yeah. ingredients don't look good without the steak. Well, you know, the Spurs had a bunch of side dishes, but never well, had got, the steak. Well, they, I know what you're trying to, here. Yeah, I know. I know what you're trying to do, by the way, bring up steak on lockdown Spurs right now. But uh, <laughs> all right. Before we hit the break. Right. As of this moment on uh, what as we're recording this in July, are they yeah. in a rebuild retool or they're out of all that already? I think that for the first two months, they are in a in a retool. Okay. I think the rebuild's over. All right. I think I, the rebuild's I think, over. I think they're in a rebuild, but lowercase letters, you know, and the lights at the end of the tunnel. Uh, because I want to see them, what they're going to do with all those picks in cash. Because if they can swing for something, no. then now they're out. They're out. They're out. No, no, something no, no. good. I, not, to, not, not to make a move just to make a move, but a smart move. Whether that be a Pascal Siakam. Or, or or shoot for the fences, even though he wants to go to Miami. You know, Damian Lillard, uh, you know, something to that effect, you know, where we'll see. We'll see. But hey, can, can I can I bring some well, up real fast? Yeah, yeah, real fast. Yeah, we got to hit the has nothing to do with the rebuild. But uh, earlier this week, Jalen Brown signed the biggest deal in mm-hmm. NBA history. He's going to be making 60 million a year on average. Wow. 69 million. 69 million. The final year of the contract, which I believe is 2028, 2029 season. Think about that because if the Spurs keep Victor Wembenyama and Supermax him, mm, mm. can you imagine the Spurs paying a player $80 million a year? I can't. Because and I don't that's think, what it would take to keep him. Well, that's a great, great topic. And we'll probably bring that up tomorrow 
on Locked On Spurs. Hey, well, yeah. I want to talk to you about mudslinger. I'm thinking about like money now. Oh, I got, got my head in the cloud. 69 mil. That's crazy. Hey, we want to talk to you about mudslinger. See, this is the part right here where I'll let the guests go and take a little break, but I want to keep Jimenez on for this segment. I'm sorry. Mudslingers is a proud local sponsor of Locked On Spurs. Uh, see what the money did? The money just clouded my head already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you want to go to mudslingers because it's locally owned. It's serving the San Antonio community. It's conveniently located at 2404 thousand oaks drive you're in san antonio between 2160 and 04 uh jimenez before i give you a little break you love mudslingers don't you i do because they're now a proud sponsor of the acquire taste That's network as well yep. yes they're going to be one of the sponsors of the fantasy gods fantasy football show which gets going August 6th, and it's going to be exciting because we get to prepare people for their upcoming mm-hmm. drafts, and we're going to be on air from 11 to 12 right before the noon games to tell you who to sit, who to bench, mm-hmm. and who to pick up last minute off the waiver wire. Uh, but you mentioned Mudslingers. I mean, they've got the drink that you got to name, uh, yep. the OG OJ. OG OJ, uh, yep. But I am a fan of the mini donuts, man. The, uh, yeah, the mini donuts they, they, they there need- are so good. Yeah. You ever see what the people do? They'll get a drink and they'll stack them on their straw. Like they'll put the donuts on the oh, straw. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So they'll, they'll, they'll have like a piece of the straw sticking out. So they'll take a drink and then they'll take a bite. So it's like a kebab, like a, like a chicken <laughs> on a stick. I mean, well, they should have pictures of it with donut Dude, on a stick, it, basically. It is so freaking good over there. Yeah. And no do you know what I like about it also is that sometimes I drive by these, uh, these smaller neighborhood coffee places. There's one mm-hmm. by my house, for example. That's forever packed, and I and I question whether or not it's forever packed because mm-hmm. it's that good or because there's that slow. But whenever I go to Mudslingers, the line kind of zooms around. It is, that's you I know, like there is it. a yeah. line, but it but zooms it's around. Yeah, and it's I absolutely quick. love that about them. Yeah, exactly. And not only are they uh, one of the best or not the best coffee place in San Antonio, they got everything you need. Dairy alternative drinks, they got it. You need a quick pick-me-up, they try the Red Bull Infused Lightning Bolt Series. Add a flavor, add strawberry. I cannot stress that enough. It'll it'll just open your eyes and get you going for the day. But if you don't need a pick-me-up and you can use a little less caffeine, again, the OGOJ basically – for us 70s and 80s babies, back in the day, there was something called Orange Julius. They're, they don't exist anymore. They, not At least not in San Antonio. And what Musingers did is they recreated it. So you go there, get yourself the OG OJ, and with Wimby coming to town, try the Alien drink. Uh, it is a full can of Red Bull. Jimenez can't handle a full can of Red Bull. No. And uh, <laughs> Red uh, red Apple and Kiwi all mixed together. It is very, very delicious. And also try their signature drink, which is the Mudslinger dark chocolate caramel. I mean, it is really, really, really good. So you want to go to Mudslinger's drive through Coffee. Again, 2404,000 Oaks Drive. And find them on Threads, TikTok, Facebook. What's that? I mean, every, they're everywhere, Jimenez. Uh, Instagram. They are. They got smoothies uh, yeah. too, by the way. You got smoothies, yeah, exactly. I mean, you cannot go wrong. Go to Muslinger's Drive Through Coffee, and you never know; they might have another impromptu Spurs meetup. They did. They literally they did. just had one a couple days ago. Again, Muslinger's Drive Through Coffee. Life is too short for bland coffee. All right, let's continue our chat about the Spurs. And he met us before I let you go because I know you got to get back to work here soon. There's been some rumbling, some chatter about. Evan Fournier, the Spurs, he did an interview uh, with a foreign outlet uh, saying that he wants out of New York. 
uh, he's not happy in New York. He's unhappy about his playing time. And when the conversation turned about the Spurs, his eyes lit up and said, yeah, he would welcome that. Uh, he is under contract, though. So Spurs would have to make a deal or maybe wait if the, if the Knicks just wave him, buy him out. But would you like to see Evan Fournier in silver and black? He's the kind of player where if they had him, great. If they don't, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things. I mean, he plays the two or three position. Yeah. We already have Keldon there. We already have Vassell there. And for all intents and purposes, a 7-3 small forward Pretty in much, Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. Uh, we also have Doug McDermott who can play kind of the three yeah. position, the three and four. Osman. Uh, CD, yeah. who the, Sp the Spurs have been enamored with for so long. So I'm not going to say that I like got to have him on this team. Yeah. But if the Spurs pulled some strings to make it happen, uh, I wouldn't be against it because the Spurs need to have that type of veteran presence. That's why, like, the mm -hmm. whole Reggie Bullock thing, yeah. I think, has gone under the radar because you, that's why I kind of feel like the Spurs may not necessarily be in the rebuild mode because the Spurs right now have what 18 players on the roster. Mm -hmm. You got to get rid of, got to get rid of three. And if they get rid of young guys, that's going to tell me that they're ready to roll, that they mm -hmm. want to win games. But if they're getting rid of the veterans, if they get rid of the CD, they get rid of the mm -hmm. Bullock, if they get rid yeah. of pain, the, 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 yeah, yeah. the, the Graham or anything like that, then you know that the Spurs are back in rebuild mode, at least mm -hmm. mentally, as what is is what they're telling me. Right. So that's why I'm interested in seeing what the Spurs do when they trim the roster, because they're going to eventually have to do it. But, you know, but Fournier yeah. is somebody who who's pissed off because uh, he lost his starting gig there in mm -hmm. New York. He's gone from having a 30 minutes per game type of thing to a 12 minutes per game. Wow. His uh, three point shooting has gone down a bit. But yeah. career-wise, what, about a 36, 37% and, and that's, and, th and that's why I would want him to San Antonio if they were swinging, because he addresses the need, which is outside shooting, because these guys, you know, on the current roster, they're, they're still a work in progress. Right. Uh, you, you know, but Fournier is, you know, can knock down those outside but, shots. Threes and mid-range. I know, don't, Fournier, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. It's, it's French. It's French. Victor Wembanyama. You know, well, that's if, another if, reason if, why if, he if, wanted to to to. That's a reason why he wants to team up with Wimby. He literally yeah. said it. Yeah, and that's the thing is that he's French, and you know maybe just maybe uh, Wimby needs to have somebody around who understands him uh, like well, that. He has I mean, a, I know Soko there. I mean, he has Parker he, there. Yeah, he does, but it, it's sure. different when you know Parker yeah. ain't going to be there for eighty-two games. Right, and CD's going to be. Going up and down I-35 uh, with the Austin Spurs. Well, another kind of under-the-radar move the Spurs made is they brought in uh, Tony Parker's brother to be an assistant coach Yeah, the uh, Austin Spurs. Austin mm -hmm. So uh, he'll have that asset, you know, as a coach at the Isn't Ready. this exciting? I mean, it this is, is so exciting. This is kind of like, Pierre you know, you're going on vacation, and it's the day before vacation. You know you're going to have fun. Because you've got tickets yeah. to this, that, and the other, and you can see the amusement park out in the horizon. And that amusement park for Spurs fans is getting back to a 50-win season, getting right. back to a 55-win season. We see it. It's three exits down. It's just yep. how fast are we driving to get there? Exactly. And do we have to pull over and, and, and get some snacks before we go? That's the thing because uh, the more I think about it, what I said a few minutes ago, who the Spurs drop in October – if they're veterans, if they drop veterans, they're rebuilding. 
if they're dropping young guys or younger guys and keeping the vets, mm-hmm. then they're going for it. Yeah. And speaking of those three exits ahead, that's where I kind of wrote, goes back to our original topic. You know, are they rebuild or retool? You pull over to get the snacks, retool. Mm-hmm. You pull over because you think your uh, tires can need an upgrade to get yeah. to that next third exit, then you do it. So, but it's interesting, you know, this, but that's, that's, that's the good thing about the Spurs. They're, they're in a good position. They have the assets player wise, money wise, draft pick wise to either retool like Jimenez thinks they are, or they're out of it already. I'm sorry. Jimenez is already there. They're out of the rebuild retooling phase or like me who thinks they're in a lowercase rebuild still, but it is, but overall it is exciting, whether it be Wimby fever you know, seeing how Sohan progresses, seeing if Keldon makes the next big step in his development and so much more. You know, as always, we'll get you covered here on Lockdown Spurs. Quick housekeeping note, though. Lockdown Spurs will be, you know, reduced in, uh, you know, an amount that we do starting next week. Maybe not every day, maybe two or three a week, but uh, we'll get you going. This is it. We're, we're in the slow period of the offseason. This is it. There's not much to talk about. We brought up Evan Fournier for goodness sake. I mean, really, you know, that's, how, that's how tapped out we are. Our topics here. He meant, I can't let you go without you bragging about the acquired taste. What's going on in your neck of the woods? Oh, the acquired taste network. Uh, we are almost, almost being able to capitalize Man. on this on YouTube as far yeah. as uh, uh, getting paid for being a. How far away you are? We are. Uh, it hasn't updated in the last 48 hours, okay. but last I checked, we were about 780 viewing hours oh, away right from there, from right it there. and uh so we can start monetizing it once we get to three thousand viewing hours keep in mind we've only been doing this for about five weeks we've got about 23 24 shows under our belt and uh you know the uh the subscribers keep coming you know it's mm-hmm. we're, we're we're inching to 550 at this point uh and just like you when it comes to lockdown spurs it's a slow time of the season uh, I'm incorporating a lot more pop culture, a lot more nostalgia yeah. into what we're doing because uh, I would rather do that than talk baseball. I'm sorry, but baseball <laughs> bores me to tears until September rolls around. Uh, right. No, but it's it's a fun show. We're adding the fantasy show on August 6th, and we're in talks right now about starting a Dallas Cowboys podcast Ooh, immediately after games. It's going to be the therapy I couch. Mean, training camp already opened up. I thought you'd be on that already. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's just talk for the diehards. At, at some point, you Trust know, me, San Antonio the, is diehards. You know that. You the, know that. The games are going to come around, and that's what matters the most is, yeah. is, is the games and the, the 53-man roster and all of that stuff. So we're going to yeah. have – Beginning in September, uh, when the Cowboys take the field, we're looking at having a podcast that's going to be specifically about the game that just happened. It's going to be like first reaction to it all. And I want to thank a lot of our sponsors. We added three new sponsors this past week, uh, Matt Pecker Brewery, uh, Mudslingers Drive-Thru Coffee, and uh, we also added uh, Bear County Social Apparel uh, Mm -hmm. to the mix. So seven sponsors already just five weeks in we've got three others that we're talking to right now things are going okay man Good things are going okay minutes. yeah i was on yesterday and uh we obviously we talked spurs and everything but it is refreshing though to talk a little pop culture with you because that's one of my big interests is pop culture i mean you follow me on twitter at jeff g spurs zone yeah you know i love me some pop culture and anything nerd so mm-hmm. uh yeah Jimenez is doing big things and make sure to catch his show on YouTube 
at uh, I think it's just what is it MJ Acquired Taste or Acquired Taste? Uh, it's uh, Acquired Taste, I believe, is Acquired, Acquired Taste Network, I believe, is what it is. Yeah, just search for it on YouTube and subscribe and check it out. Oh wait, I got it. it. It's what Acquired it? Taste Sports and Pop Culture. That's it right there. Make sure I took my follow. initials off because it's going to be more than just me on here. Yeah, exactly. No way. I mean, you started it. I, 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 I can, um, I can, I can appreciate you giving yourself a pat in the back for, you know, putting yourself out there like that. But it's I'm a not fun Elon show. Musk. I'm not Elon it's a Musk. Fun, or just change it to X. How's that? Well, the that's X, what I was. Right? I'm, I'm pointing. Show. I'm pointing right now at the screen where it has my Twitter handle. Are we going to mm-hmm. replace the bird because the bird died the other day? Oh, that's right. Are we going to yeah, have the X that. logo? I guess technically, yes. You got to have the X logo. <laughs> yeah, I like as a nerd, I like it. I like like, like X Men. That's my first thought. But hey, um, you know, but good show. It's it's funny. It's hilarious. Jimenez just sometimes loses his train of thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're a, you witnessed what happened recently on his show, you know. If you know, you know. You if sent me you screenshots know. and everything. <laughs> Busted. You big time. We're not going to say it. You got to go look for yourself. Again, <laughs> he is Michael Jimenez with the Acquired Taste Network on YouTube. And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers. And speaking of everydayers, on tomorrow's show, it's, I'm giving you a heads up now. It's going to be all Wimby. I can't escape it. I try. I just can't escape a, top, a day without Wimby. But we're also, our guest tomorrow is going to be James Pleasure of the San Antonio Sports Star. He's coming on and he's going to be talking our ear off about Wimby. And uh, one of those topics is what he meant is brought up about getting paid Jalen Brown style. So we're going to be talking about that tomorrow right here on Locked On Spurs. But for Michael Jimenez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.